Hey, this is Robert Mitchell at High Tide in the Dreamtime. Uh, I've been inspired to make this podcast from the work that I've done the last uh, week or so. I've been out of town. I've been in New York City. And I've also been in town. Got back a couple days ago. And I thought from what I'd seen that it was worth talking about and worth sharing. And what I experienced when I was um, working in New York City, it, it made me realize that, or it highlighted the incredible power of the people that I work with. That oftentimes people ask me what I do or what my skill is, or, you know, are you, you know, is it something shamanic? Is it something, you know, mystical? And no, it's not shamanic what I do. But I feel that the work that I do is extremely mystical. But it's grounded in the foundations of everybody's personal experience. And that's why I think I'm going to call this podcast The Miracle Is You. Because I've seen such transformation by people. And oftentimes, it has nothing to do with me other than I put them in a position to succeed and I have faith that they can do it. If, if, if I have any skill, it's in believing in the capacity of anybody to heal themselves if they have the opportunity if they give themselves the opportunity, no matter what they've been through, there is a code in them that will allow them to transform it into something profound with more insight and more comfort and more kind of realization about what their lives are about. I've seen it so many times. It is absolutely miraculous. And what I've come to learn is that it doesn't matter what somebody's story is about themselves, about what the source of their suffering is or their confusion or what it is that they wish to transform in themselves. Because everybody has that. Nobody doesn't have that in them. And basically, what that's going to do is that's going to create some kind of misalignment in people that it's like, I see it like almost a, um, a, a nervous a nerve system passing through your spine 
it's the place, you know, it's the spinal cord. It's the place where the nerve is impinged on by experience or by predilection and and how they understand things or don't understand things or some kind of trauma that they can't process or some kind of discomfort that they can't get rid of. And this is the place that leads to the place where all of their suffering can be healed and relieved. I have seen it so many times. And my fundamental premise that I work on or with is that each one of us is a form of infinite intelligence. That is our origin. The same intelligence that creates the physical world, but it also exists outside the physical world. It doesn't, it doesn't rely solely on the physical world for its existence. But each one of us has something that it wants to understand. Each one of us has a conundrum that it would like to see transformed in some kind of micro um, drama so that it can understand something that it doesn't presently understand. So when I work with people, that is the assumption that I have. And oftentimes what they don't realize is that they are that, that they are that intelligence because their narcissistic wounding, the thing that formed them in their environment that reminded them that they had something they needed to work out, causes them to forget that they are that infinite intelligence. And when I work with people, one of the things I, I, I don't usually talk like that. I'm usually empathetic to their stories and their suffering. But I know that if things are lined up properly, that they're going to realize that they are that infinite intelligence. Most of the time. And my responsibility to them is to believe that that can happen for them. Even if they don't believe it. And especially if they don't believe it. If they've tried everything else and nothing has worked. If they tried therapy. If they've tried... Uh, SSRIs if they've if they've if they've exhausted themselves trying to pursue the cessation of their suffering and they don't believe that there is any cessation of their suffering and this goes for people whose suffering comes to them through relationships 
who are really successful people or people whose suffering comes through them to them through uh, abuse histories or people who are struggling financially or uh, struggling with conception, really anything. You know, everybody finds the thing that tells them that they haven't realized themselves. And it causes a lot of suffering for people. That's what I see in my work. But I also see people who just really want to connect with something beyond themselves. And to me, that's the most healing experience is when this mind-forged manacle that, that William Blake talked about that can only experience itself through its own experiences and its own history suddenly gets aligned and an intelligence moves through the person that is the person but also isn't the person. And when that happens, they're then able to recall or see or experience how that intelligence has arranged their entire life for these kinds of experiences. That these experiences that seemed unrelated to the present experience that happened 12 years ago or when they were six or when they were 25, it's all a part of a symphony that's designed for their realization, for them to experience the comfort of the realizations of their origins. And, you know, the way I understand that is, you know, there's a, there's a um, saying in, uh, I think it's Vedanta, I am that. And what that means is that I am that creative intelligence that has created everything. And so is everything else. And it all relates to parts of myself that I feel alienated from and people that I feel alienated from. And when you're able to stop your narrative, when I'm able to stop my narrative about who I am or where I'm from or what I've been through or what hurts me or what makes me suffer or what makes me feel afraid and to realize that I am that, you are that and that everything that is around you is composed of that, the good and the bad. There's a great uh, moment in the I can't swear on Bob Dylan's concert movies where he goes, the good stuff and the bad stuff, it's all the same stuff. And it is. It's all the same stuff designed to make you realize I am that. A dream you had when you were seven, an accident you had when you were 11. 
a fight you had with your spouse last week, a relationship that didn't work out. It's all designed to bring you back to the web, to the matrix of intelligence that has infused your entire life so that you can realize I am that. The intelligence that creates everything has created me. And that's what people need to realize. You know, it was said so well, I was working with someone um, this week in New York and it was somebody who, who was stubborn in their, in their realization. Like it, it had taken a long time in my working with them and, and they didn't believe it was going to happen. And I did. I don't know. It's something about them. I can kind of, you know, intuit what people's capabilities are, I think. And uh, the person said, um, I could see how people think that they're God. But nature is God. And I just really need to spend more time in nature. <laughs> Which I thought was really profound and clever. Um, but it was really funny because I, I, I took a train out of New York City this past week um, to the Hamptons. And it's just amazing how quickly once you leave Manhattan, how verdant and green and explosive the uh, plant growth is there the trees and the bushes and the flowers they're just everywhere it's like a, it's kind of paradisical this this time of year and you can imagine that's why people chose to to settle in New York because there was it was so rich and I think what this person was saying was that in that nature is God and that everything that's created is God and the only place where God isn't, and, and Jung said this very specifically, he said, the only place God doesn't exist is in the human intellect. And further into this person's experience, they said, um, one percent of me is my thoughts. And I've been trying to solve all my problems with that 1% and it's never worked. And then the person said, I can't wait to start meditating again because now I know why I'm meditating. And we're all so used to reacting to our thoughts and our memories and our ideas that we screen out the presence of the intelligence that's speaking to us all the time in our experience, everybody. It's all there is. You know, I, I've talked about this because of astrology, because, um, you know, in quantum physics and physics, I've said this before, that they've been able to look into an atom for about 40 years and they can see protons and neutrons and uh, the nucleus and all that, but they cannot, no scientist has been able to determine what holds an atom together. 
and the consensus is just that it's intelligence. That's it. That's what they've come up with. All the science, all the math, all the concepts, gravity, it's intelligence. And so every person who's listening to this is actually wherever you are, if you're in a car, that car is composed of intelligence. If you're outside, everything you see is composed of intelligence. If you're in a room, that room is composed of intelligence. There is no matter. It's true. It's just an arrangement. And your life is just an arrangement. It's an arrangement of intelligence. And if you can experience that, if you can experience the joy of that and the meaning of that and the comfort of that, that is real health. That is really what you can do to make yourself feel as well as you can feel. Because that is everything that everyone who's ever lived has sought in concepts. If I just have this, I'll be okay. Like I was talking to a, a friend in New York City who's a really, really a successful investor. And he was talking about people gambling and gambling, why people get addicted to gambling, why there's Las Vegas is that fortune, the fortune of getting 21 or the fortune of getting a good hand in poker. It fortune means the favor of God. And so when people are, are on 16 playing blackjack and they get it five, they feel like the favor of God is on them. That's why people love to gamble. When their favorite, when their least favorite team fumbles in the last two minutes and their point spread is covered, that feels like the favor of God. And when you can experience that the source of all existence, that everything around you in your life is composed of that. Even your challenges, which are designed to transform you into something else. In people's astrology charts, I say that there's, I always talk to them about the opportunities for transformation. Each one of us has all these inbuilt opportunities for transformation that are designed to create a new level of understanding. Um, you, like Carl Jung didn't think that you solve problems by understanding them. He thought that you solved your problems by attaining a higher level of consciousness. And each one of us has this um, built-in capacity to develop a higher level of consciousness. And the way, the royal road to it is to feel like everything is speaking to that. My dreams are speaking to that. My experience is speaking to that. My depression is speaking to that. My joy is speaking to that. My ecstasy is speaking to that. 
You know, I, I worked with people who are really depressed. And in their experience with me, they realize what the source of they get a vision or a memory that's been forgotten. That is the source of their depression. And sometimes they find that devastating. But I always know that this experience is giving them information for them to transform their consciousness. And it was the mystery of not knowing what the source was that was draining them of their vitality and their understanding. And I can't tell you how many times that's happened in the work with people where something comes up that they never knew happened. And it changes everything. And at first it seems negative. But in fact, it, it, it's the part of the story that's missing. And the vitality that's achieved by knowing is overwhelms the sadness that is created by knowing something that is not desirable. But that's what they've done is they've, they've traded their vitality for not knowing. And when you can see everything, and, and when I work with people like that, I can see that these events have caused them enormous suffering, but it doesn't have to be the end. It doesn't have to be the end for them. It's the beginning of being able to incorporate that into the matrix of challenges of who they are. And all of that adds a momentum to their realization, to their transformation of consciousness. So what I want to tie this up by saying is that everybody who listens to this has the capacity to do that. No matter if you think you're too uptight for that, or you think you're too busy for that, or you think you're too sensitive for that, or you, I can't tell you how many people in their experience with me thought like, they were going to go crazy. And what they did was they went sane because they allowed themselves for a while to align and to let this healthful vitality that exists in everybody to flow through them again. This vitality of knowing, this vitality of being connected to a larger order and to a larger intelligence than just their experience. Anyway, um, that's really what, what I wanted to say. Um, I think that that is a meaningful uh, and profound um, realization. What I saw this week was really profound. And I wanted to share it. Um, this is Robert Mitchell, if you didn't know it was me. And uh, you can see my website at www.goingquantum.org. And if you want to leave a review for that at, um, at uh, Apple uh, Podcasts, that'd be great. Um, that was a, it was fun talking to you guys. I hope everybody's well. I hope everybody's enjoying the summer. And I'm sure I'll be in touch at some point. All right. Be well.